All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com i hate to break the fishing news after ram check but i'd like to speak about the ice hockey congratulations you're one of the 13 listeners of the real life podcast we just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm might want to mark that down all of my projects are on schedule until they're not a member of the nation network of podcasts about as funny as we're gonna get today Welcome in, episode 216 of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Uremchuk, a full cast of characters joining me this week on the pod. We got Bag Milk, Chalmers, Wanye, Jay, of course. Before I let them say anything, I'm going to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by Japa Machinery, who we love very much. 10% off their book rates right now. Japa is your spot. Everything comes fully guaranteed. They got the best people in the business working on their machines as well. Those are the reasons we love Japa. And uh, now I will unmute everyone else on the call. I unmuted you guys for like half a second while I was reading the Jappa ad, and it sounded like someone just put a blow dryer up against their mic, so I quickly turned you off. But uh, that problem seems to be solved. Uh, who, who should I throw to first? Chalmers, you weren't on the pod on Monday. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. What did I miss? I, did you guys talk about how, how – what was our record for uh, our NFL pick? 0-4. I thought so. Yeah. I knew we did bad when I was looking. I just but, didn't know it was that bad. But we just need one strong bounce back week coming up here. So we'll get to that yeah, later so, on in the podcast. So I'm excited for a couple things. I'm excited for the first time I've ever been excited for what is truly Thursday night football when the Miami <laughs> Dolphins face the Jacksonville Jaguars. They should be playing in London, but that's okay. Um, I'm also very excited to talk about our big brother at the end because it has begun. It's, it's really great, and I love it. Yep, we'll get to all of that coming up later on in the podcast. Uh, Wanye, before we started recording, you mentioned something about a coffee club. Um, this is not a coffee club that is 60-year-olds meeting at A&W at 6 in the morning. This is a more modern coffee club, correct? Yeah, this is an old man coffee at the Arby's down the street. This is a vibrant online community of coffee lovers that we've launched. So we were like, 
man, oh man, Little Brick got shut down for like 90 days, right? 90 days. Everybody got furloughed and laid off. We got to invent an internet business for Little Brick that in the event that there's other problems or shutdowns or business environment is poor, maybe it can help pay the rent. So Jay and I and our team, we were like trying to cook up different ideas and we hit on doing, remember when I did sumo jerky or M check? Yep. Well, that I had to get rid of because it almost triggered my company becoming an American business because such a high percentage of its sales was suddenly American beef jerky. And they're like, Oh, then we're going to tax you as uncle Sam. And I was like, no emergency. And I got out. Right. Okay. So it's sumo jerky for coffee. So it's a different subscription box every month of a different Edmonton coffee with different Edmonton snacks included, chocolate, tea, biscotti, all these different Edmonton-made companies that you can try all at once. And no two months are the same. So it is a truly all Edmonton local box. Everything in Edmonton, and it's okay. a different Edmonton coffee every month, which is cool. How many different local coffees are there? Yeah, well, this is part question. of the problem, right? Like, because of COVID and everything, everybody hospitality-related is getting fucked up, right? So there's, like, less. I don't know how many there are, but there's less. and a lot There's, of like, are- roughly 10-ish roasters locally in Edmonton. Yeah, I've found more, but some of them are home-based businesses. So I think there's, like, big league people and then, like, medium league home-based. Nothing wrong with home-based. They're still no, no, no. As long as they got enough coffee. Yeah, so we're going to wheel up and be like, yo, we need 1,500 bags of coffee on the low low. And they're going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? That's the goal for the company. And then it helps Little Brick. Hopefully, you talk to our boy, Super Talented Prairie Boy. Oh, yeah, for sure. See, there's a perfect guy, right? Like, he's got a he's coffee perfect, on the yeah. side. Is it his prime job? No, but Laker Coffee is definitely delicious and a going thing. And if he could sell an additional 2,000 bags a year through the coffee club, he'll be thrilled. So we launched it last Thursday. And guess how many subscribers we have, your end check? 38. 104. Wow, I lowballed you. I'm sorry. I should not have doubted your ability to no, go. No, that was great. You I was made everything say, look Evan. better. That's good. For good sure. Job. I guess at the end of a month, we'd be at 100. We did it in six days. That's great. That I, It is great to see like a local Edmonton like that Edmonton thing like that popping up. Because like you said, it's it's a way to keep a little brick going. It's a way to help out other local businesses. So I love that. I think that's sick. I know I can guarantee you. I'll text my sister about this because her and her husband fucking love coffee. They go, that's their thing on the weekends. They'll drive around downtown, go to all the different little places. She'll See, be now it'll that. come to you and you don't yeah. need to go anywhere. And you can drink, you know, for the first month, it's little brick coffee that we built. Roasty, for example, mm-hmm. we roasted it in Sherwood Park. And I consider Sherwood Park to be part of the Edmonton Coffee Club because we don't got enough people here to be that fucking discriminatory. Um, it's like you've gone to the cafe without having to leave your house. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great idea. Yeah, so ch- check that shit out. It's yggcoffeeclub.ca or yggcoffeeclub on Instagram. And be our 103rd subscriber. There you go. I posted about it on LinkedIn, Wanye, and it's uh, the attention it's getting is amazing. For real? Yeah, I, I, I posted about it this morning. And just like everyone just being like, great idea, great idea, great idea. Nice. Tagging as you friends. Guys, I'm like, as you probably know, I don't drink coffee. Yeah. So my questions are two. Uh, what is coffee and can i get something other than coffee well does this coffee always come in the same form like either beans or ground or is some of this coffee going to be like specialty coffee that you got to put in one of those like steeping kettles or whatever the hell they are (laughs) the answer is the answer is chalmers everything 
So it can get whole bean coffee right now, just medium. How about pod? Right? For the Keurig. But no, you can't get those. You can just get beans that are medium right now. Super simple. But like you get a different coffee syrup every month included for free. So the coffee syrup's gonna turn from vanilla to pumpkin spice to candy cane flavored. Oh syrup. pumpkin spice, fancy. Chalmers, to answer your question, there is it is up to you, the coffee drinker, the home coffee drinker, which discipline of drip that you want to pursue. Whether it be just put it in your coffee machine. French press, arrow press, clover. That's on you. So that's how. And I actually was having a conversation for you Keurig people. I think there is a way to actually ground coffee. You can get these like. Yeah. Um, they're, little blue, they're little blue pods. My wife yeah. has one. And you and, basically put your ground coffee in it. You screw the top on and pop it in the machine. Well, we so can we, zig and we can zag. We can do espresso. We can do dark roast. We can grind the beans. We can do a drop ship store. Like me and Bag Milk fantasize about drop shipping. Bag Milk, you can't find less than a 250 minimum order for a coffee grinder. That's a bit of a bummer. This is a serious question. How much do you think it would cost me to get like a two-flavor Slurpee machine and set up for my house and like have it going all the time? Go on Kijiji, man. I bet you could find a machine for 200 bucks. But yeah, the but problem is you're going to need to have a lot of output. You're going to need to drink 140 liters of Slurpee. I don't think Chalmers will have a problem. He's a three-day Slurpee but, man. But, yeah, that's the thing is, like, can you do small batch Slurpee? Yeah, you can have, like, the little margarita machines at bars, right? Those are you can small batch anything. What's the going to run myself a month? Wayfair has some starting as low as a hundred bucks, Chalmers. I think wow. you're you've got okay. a uh, so, Slurpee machine coming a in your future. Slurpee system. So, but like, I think it's all the incidentals, though. Like the running of the lines for the CO two and the CO two. No, no, wow. these are kind of like you don't need a CO two and a Slurpee. Oh, these, what I'm for? looking at right now, are kind of just like they almost look like coffee machines, like almost like a single serve Slurpee. You just kind of throw some or ice in there. In it. Yeah, Buddy, it chips up the ice. Slurpees are syrup and, and shaved ice. No, yeah. so you think? I'm looking. Well, like I said, I'm looking. You. That's a soap cone. I'm looking on Wayfair right now, Chalmers, and I feel like you've got Slurpee machine coming for sure because there is just an endless supply of varieties of Slurpee machine for you, including you just mentioned snow cones, snow cone machines as well. But I'm talking straight Slurpees. So bought the thing, and then it made like a consistency that I wasn't happy with. Then return it. Yeah. You need to get a margarita machine, Chalmers, yeah. not Slurpee. Yeah, I had a Margaritaville once upon a time, and it was fantastic. I'm not going to lie to you. And you can make your uh, own yeah. flavors and shit. It's, it's like adaptable. No, I know. We got a, um, we got a, uh, what the hell they call it? Like the, the a blender that you make, that like Booster Juice uses. And so we make like daiquiris and like pina coladas. So, I love a good pina colada. I, um, I make, I have them like once every couple of weeks. When, when I do, I mix them with rum. You got to do that right. You can't mix the rum first. You got to mix the rum later, or else you got to make it super thick right off the bat too, because the, the the alcohol will freeze, right? So, Thomas, the number of times I can count at a party where you start off the night as a high grade craft mixologist—that's <laughs> true. Five hours later, you're like free pouring tequila into a solo cup that's been used already, and like punching me with your other arm. Chalmers does come with a suite of ingredients sometimes uh, to get a night started. Oh yeah, I like a good Mike's Hard. It might be might be not manly or whatever, but I love me some Mike's Hard. You know what I do though is I so I step on them a little bit. I buy like a Mike's like a Smirnoff Ice one liter bottle, 
and then like an American Vantage iced tea vintage, and a bottle vintage. of vodka. Yeah. And I, what is that? American Vantage. Vintage. 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 Yeah. You think? Yeah. Sorry, American Vintage. Uh, <laughs> then I mix the two of them and step on it with a little bit of vodka because it's too sweet. Matt, you got yourself a really nice little John Daly there. Yeah, you're dead after like two of those, probably. Nah, your kidneys hurt, but I mean, what else? <laughs> it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt the next day anyway. Well. <laughs> gotta hurt from something. Yeah, that just sounds like one of those drinks where you you start piling them back, and then all of a sudden you're in real trouble. You know what I mean? It's like if you're in Vegas and you go to Margaritaville and you start pounding hurricanes, and all of a sudden you can't walk and you almost fall in the Bellagio pool. Yeah, uh, so I've heard they're sneaky. They creep up on you fast. That's right. Yeah, remember when we went to Vegas that one time? It was so hot. We got those comically large purple drinks with the neck lanyard. Yeah. That's like the only time in my life where I was so hot, I didn't realize I just drank four feet of Slurpee. Mm-hmm. Is that the trip where people actually ended up in the Bellagio Fountain? Yeah. No, no. Is that's it? when we went, we went and saw Avicii. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the stag. That was the stag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a different thing. Uh, What's this there's, story? In, in Nashville, there's a drink called Bushwhackers that are renowned. And, like, they tell you, like, do not drink more than two. Well, <laughs> me and my buddy drank four, and wow. So says you, fuck faces. Wow. That was so you're at, a nice... So, you're at Chuck. Were you asking about the Bellagio Fountain? Yeah. So, my stag was, it started out being the, you know, it was a trip to Vegas for the weekend. And it started out with like probably 16 of us and quickly it was, it became wedding season and a couple more of my buddies were like, well, Hey, like I'm getting married. Why don't we just like all do our stag? And so I think there ended up being like 35 people on that. It was a super stag, three people stag. And two guys on our stag made it all the way from the bridge of the Bellagio to like Gosh, I want to say, did they did they end up at the front doors, which is a stupid plan? But <laughs> no, they, they went from the front door to the bridge. Yeah, they went from front to back. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They started, and they oh, made yeah, it. Like, yeah, they made it. They we ran all the way over there, still wearing it. their expensive watches and shit, and they're idiots. So they got they away. Like it. nothing happened. They just jumped no, in. No, they, just, they jumped in. They swam across, and then got away. Wow, I'm surprised there isn't more security there. Well, they, after that day, they said, "Yeah." I, I, actually, one of our friends just put on our group another video of somebody doing it. Like he does that once every couple months off of this like Instagram account or something that only posts videos of people that go in the Bellagio fountains. Hmm. I puked in those fountains once. Really? <laughs> yeah, Wanya was talking about those giant drinks you get in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. The best. I had one too, and it was just like it was so sweet that by the time I got to the bottom of it, it just like the stomach was rolling. I was actually staying at the Cosmo that's right there, but I couldn't make it, and I just projectile vomited bright red puke into the Bellagio fountains, and it kind of mixed along nicely. It looked uh, it looked like blood in the water for a second. It was <laughs> and then a the very special moment, Tyler. The fountains later shot your puke a hundred feet into the air. It's the it's the site that every Vegas tourist deserves yeah. to see. Frankly, I miss when we were in Vegas. Vegas Tyler was a lot of fun. You know what? <laughs> I will attest to that. I went uh, I went golfing with Maddie Jones, who was uh, on our trip to Vegas with us, and it got me. You thinking, went golfing during that trip? No, no. Like I went golfing oh. recently with Matt Jones, who was on that ve- the last Vegas trip with us. He hung out with us. You a went lot. to you went to uh, Top Golf though, didn't you? When we were down there. Yeah, I went to Top Golf when you're down there. Can never miss a chance oh, yeah, to yeah. do Top Golf. I love Top Golf. 
I've never done it before. Oh, what? It's so much fucking fun. I know. I got to find a place. You know what? The one thing about me is no matter if I get on a plane, there ain't no chance I'm picking up the sticks. I never golf on vacation. I I don't know if I'd ever like, you know, go golf 18 or whatever, but Top Golf is like, I remember me and my buddy went, we did Top Golf. We ordered like a, it was like an 18 ounce pitcher of booze and we just downed that for like two hours and you hit the ball. It tells you like how hard you're hitting it too. So you can just go up there and try to hit the piss out of it. It's a, it's a great time. Anyways, I'm going to transition here. Oh, no. Actually, I want to go right into this. Jay, you said you had a good story that you wanted to share on the podcast. Well, it's I guess it's a story. I've got a I've got an interesting relationship and bond that is formed. Does anyone, do any of you have a wave buddy? A what? I a do. wave buddy. I do. Oh, a guy you just waved to and never, a ever guy you see around all over yeah. the place and you wave as if you've known each other for years yep. and you don't talk to each other. Yeah, yep, I do. I walk, I walk my kids to school every morning. I've got about 30 of them. I've got this guy I met. Uh, I, I can't even say I met him. I like to sometimes work at a at a coffee shop close to my house early in the morning before I come into the office. Oh, isn't that uh, nice? Taking your money elsewhere. Isn't that great? Well, and I like to support others well, uh, isn't that, that are in, in this industry, but I like to do that because it's like, it's Jay's time. Can't be bothered. You know, anything I need to get done, I get done. If I need to think about something, I can think about it. Well, anyways, all of a sudden, like, you know, this other guy does like the same thing. Like, he comes into the coffee shop Normally after me, because I come in earlier. Not a big deal. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it, all of a sudden, it just turned one day. I got up. Oh, I, oh, yeah. Sorry. This is how it started. So this is how the Wave Buddy started. So he comes in all the time. I come in all the time. And whatever. Familiar face, familiar face. One day, Mark Spector is in the coffee shop. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm name dropping. So I see Spec, and he's looking at me like squinting. So I wave at him, but who's coming up behind him but my coworker in the coffee shop, and he thinks I'm waving at him. Oh, boy. So I, he thinks I initiated this wave. So now then I would – so after that day uh, or that session, I get up, and then he looks at me and waves me goodbye, and then I leave. Now you've got a bond. Now, now next thing you know – I, you know, I'm there, the, I'm, I'm there the next week. He wheels in, he looks at me, he waves. So I have to wave. Then I'm downtown at a different, at, at a restaurant. I see him, he looks at me and waves. So now I've got this like crazy wave buddy and I'm kind of down with it. Okay. And it all started incidentally, but I want to know if anyone has like wave buddies like that, that are strictly, I remember back in the day at Cowboys, like, oh. You, yeah, I had like ten wave of buddies course. because like I come here a lot and yes. you come here a lot. Respect. And this wave, yeah. this wave acknowledges that we're both cool. And game knows game. Never talk. Now there's a lot of people that have wave buddies and they see the same cars themselves on the road. Yeah. Right. You drive around in a jeep. My sister has a jeep. Sometimes I drive around in it. I have to like tell myself, oh yeah, you have to wave at every other fucking jeep on the road or you're a huge dick. That's like motorcycle people. Motorcycle, they've got that, oh, uh, they've got that one where they point down sideways. They point up. Yeah, okay. when, when I used to ride around my Harley, I'd always have to do the hand thing. I'm like, geez. Like, you I don't even like doing it. It's funny. I still have a Harley. I just never ride it. Really? Yeah. Why, you want to buy it? No, I'm <laughs> definitely afraid of motorcycles. Oh, come on now. You want to buy it? <laughs> um, Chalmers, what were you going to say before your... Oh, I think we lost Chalmers. 
Never mind. Um, the only I have one wave buddy. He works at the liquor store that's right by my new condo. I think he's the manager because he's there all the time. Uh, but we never really talk. I'll just see him. You know, when I walk in, I'm like, hi. Yeah, I'm like, hey. So it's like a hey. So he's buddy. a hi buddy. Yeah, he's not a wave buddy. He's not a wave buddy. I can see buddy. you, Remtrek, like old school sports reporter eating breakfast at a diner every morning at 5 a.m. in a fucking trench coat and never saying hi to your server for 30 years. I'm, You're like, I'm, I'm very polite. Like I just his never got around to asking her what her name was. I don't yeah, know what to tell you. He just pushes his coffee cup towards the side of the table. Yeah. She knows the refill. And goes, tough game last night. Too many shots were getting screwed. Three dots. You know where it was a great place to form a relationship like that? Route 99. Yes. What? You could you could have that. So if you're looking for that kind of fortress yep. of solitude breakfast experiment. They'll leave you be. They leave you be there. Yeah. They they Time and step. They give you your space. You ever I'm go gonna, to Route 99, Chalmers? Chalmers just put in the group chat and said, what happened? And he's not back on the yeah. call. I forgot he was gone. Well, I imagine Chalmers loves Route 99. I've got a wave friend and a hey neighbor, Jay. Wow. Ooh. Do you so, say hey neighbor? No, it's just like uh, it's one of my neighbors because I live in a townhouse, so we're all kind of close together. Yeah. And it's a, one of my neighbors, and the only interaction we ever have is a hey, and that's it. So he's my hey neighbor. And then while I walk Frank, my dog, I've also got a wave friend that he owns a golden retriever. I have a Boston Terrier. They have yet to meet, but he and I wave to each other every single time we pass. You guys, I have an awkward neighbor story now that we're on this topic. Excellent. Um, I knew this would smoke out some good. Yeah. So there is a girl in my apartment complex. Um, I don't Do you know. love her? Do you love her, your aunt? Well, no, I have a girlfriend, but she's a very good Oh, you're going to leave your girlfriend and run away with the girl <laughs> you're building? She, are you playing words with friends with her? No, yeah. I'm not. That's only for me and Leah. Uh, so she, she drives the Volkswagen that is parked like right across from me. Like our stalls are right across. And I always, and now you see Volkswagens everywhere cause you secretly love her and you can't <laughs> believe how many Volkswagens there are. And every time uh, you see her, you run up and give her a punch bug, despite the fact that she has a Jetta and not a Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, the other day I, I'm, I always back into my spot. It's very easy to back into. What? And I, You're one of those guys. Of course you are. Well, it, oh no, actually, you know, I, in, I'll oh, never, but- I'll never really do. I'll never do it in public. In public, I always just do what's quickest, so I'm not holding people off backing. What the in. hell is wrong with backing into a stall? You guys I understand agree. how physics of a car work? It's easier take to back into a stall. Off. Well, look forward. who's fucking back. Hey, eh? Mister can't work his phone. Take your tape off, Chalmers. I agree with you, buddy. My parking lot where I'm at is tight. I have to back in. Like you have to back. If you have a truck, just. Hey, most people, when they park forward, you have to do a, like a clean and jerk. You got to do like a three pointer if it's tight. If you do it backwards and you're half assed at it, you get it done first time every time. I do not understand what this thing about people backing into stalls, what everyone, like what you have a problem with it. What's your problem with it? I don't get it's it. So it, it it's, it's just unnecessary. Like, just so what, in, what is unnecessary like a gentleman. <laughs> and then, when, and then when just I want to leave, your horse in, in right the old out. days? No, uh, you just. Go right up to the post, tie him up, and then would put you him in agree, reverse on the way out. <laughs> would you agree that parking lots can be chaotic places and that it would be Period. more safe? So it would They're, be more safe if when I'm pulling out and I'm done and I've got to leave that parking lot, that I pull out of my parking stall forward so I can see everything that's going on around me other than the fact that I'm ba- – or other than backing out into the parking lot. Hold on. Are you saying you are want walking? everybody to fucking back into their stalls? 
So when you back in Chalmers, parking stalls, most like if you're pulling up to a parking stall, they're not designed to be backed into, especially what if you're in a truck. What the hell are then you talking about? Then your ass and hangs over further and you're impeding, you're affecting public safety uh, that are walking around what? because now your ass end is just, your jackass ass end is now plugged way over the little parking stopper the back, meridian thing. The back and end now, of my... Yeah, exactly. It, you don't have to go that far. You have a backup camera. But you do, because what's your prompt? What is your prompt to stop when you park? When your tires nudge that little cement thing? No, not serious. You're absolutely ridiculous. Listen to me. So you're telling me that the <laughs> only reason you stop in a parking spot is because your tires hit the metal, the concrete thing? There's no, no, but that's that. Sometimes that's a guide. Sometimes that's a measure. Like, a hey, guide. You need a guide. Learn to park your car. As a truck owner, Chalmers. The thing you definitely know is you can't park too short into your stall or your ass ends in the traffic. Jay, do you also have a tennis ball hanging in your garage to let you know when you're close enough? I'll have you know that I don't have a garage bag. Mm, neither do I. I you, you are so out to lunch on this. You have no idea. If, if I can back in and drive forward into a parking stall and stop at the exact same point, there's no difference there. If I if I know my truck or I know my car, there is zero difference to what ass end or fore end for the front of the truck stick out into public or out into the parking lot. The that ass end sticks further relevant. The you ass don't end have to further. go that far. You're an idiot if you go that far. But you but then you have to stop so much shorter. What? Oh my god! Why? <laughs> Tell me why. Well, if if if, you, if where you would put the nose of your truck is in the same place of where you put your back end, yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's called parking a car, Jr. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah. You're fucking served up like a front load parker. I am. Someone's no. talking oh, out of his ass. You are. Oh no 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 no. Okay. The, the physical act of parking a car with the tires. It's why forklift tires are on the back. So, so that you would they, rather just. I'm going to back into this stall. Just fucking wait for me. And then I think you wheel pull in backwards. I've got a question. I've got a question because I don't have a truck. Sure. Now, or a car. doesn't matter. Go well, ahead. it is different because I think with the truck, you need a wider berth to drive into the parking stall unless you've got a wide parking lot. So are you, no, is there any difference, matter. Jay, to make a drive-in park or a reverse park if you have to do like a, a three-point turn into your parking stall with a truck. But don't you have to do a three-point turn regardless of whether on entry or exit? No, no, you don't. Because this is what happens. Would you, if you just listen to me for two seconds. If you go in to pull forward into a parking stall and there's cars on either side of you, you have to do the wide turn where you get really close to the road behind you and then you try to come in as, as, as straight as you possibly can. With a, when you back in, it doesn't matter where the fuck you are. You could be anywhere. If your pivot point is your back tires, you could be as tight to either side as you want. It's less radius. It's less movement. The reason forklifts have tires in the back, that mo that spin, is so that when they pull the stuff down, they can do a 360 turn and drive the other way without having to move to fall because, like, those are tight. So the physics of you can't put fucking tires that turn on the back of a car because that just would make driving impossible. So when you're parking, to get into a tighter spot, it makes a lot more sense to back the fuck in. And anybody <laughs> that thinks it doesn't, is I can't say it. 
Well, then why park in a tight spot? Oh, my God. What if you don't have a choice? Don't start making up stupid issues. Now, so I mean, if I, there is... Okay, John, okay, where I'll agree with you is if there's only one stall and it requires you backing in, I'm for it. Okay, I got a question. If How do you park, let's say, you know who's got a really tight parking uh, lot is the back of the pints. How do you park a truck there if you're not going to back oh, it in? There's only one place to park it, and that is you have to pull in forward, uh, and it's that row that, that goes against the alley so you can pull straight out because there's no way that parking lot is fucked. So your mom, let's just say somebody that you love in your family, your, your wife and your kids <laughs> or somebody, they're walking from the Safeway door to their car. Would you prefer them walking down the parking lot with every single person that's about to pull out sitting in their car looking directly at them or turned around and looking backwards and backing out of their stall. It's safer to get out of a parking stall if you're driving forward. It's just a fact. So anybody that thinks that parking forward in a parking stall or parking backwards in a parking stall, sorry, is for assholes and idiots, you're the asshole. You're the well, idiot. Chalmers, wow. I actually, no, 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 no. I care. I would, wow. I would take. I would take my concern for safety even more and pull up right in the front and pick them up <laughs> so they don't even have to go through that gauntlet. You just twist. You're such an idiot. I hate you so much. I love you more, but, I, but I love you more than anything. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, you guys are gonna get married one day. It's gonna be adorable. Oh, yeah, right. And the limo's okay. going to back in to pick us up, isn't it? <laughs> Where did we start with this? Who knew? Uh, Who knew that good. talking about slurpy machines would turn into an argument about parking? Because but, it happened because I, I always back in. It's just fucking way easier. And when you used to be able to have a hitch in your truck at all times, if you have it sticking out, there's more of a chance somebody's going to drive past it. But if it's backed in, Nobody's ever going to drive past it. Now they've changed the law. You can't no, have someone anyway. will walk it's past it. Point. Then they'll, they'll take that hitch right to the shit. Do you look around every <laughs> single person that's listening to this right now. Go into the parking lot that you go to, and there's only like six or seven parking stalls probably in the there six or seven parking stalls in the whole parking lot at the very front where they have the median in between the two cars. Most parking stalls don't have the concrete, and don't have anything. It's two cars nuffled right up to each other. So what are you walking between them anyways for? Uh, I'm not talking about walking in between. I'm talking about, say, say you're at Collingwood Mall, Thomas, and you're going to your favorite place, Muggins, and you back into the stall right in front of Muggins, and now your hitch is, is, is now over onto the sidewalk in front no, of Muggins. I don't have the hitch in anymore. Listen. Well, we were talking about a situation about having a hitch. I wouldn't back in there because I oh. wouldn't put the hitch in a place where it's high traffic. Can I, come on, there's a little bit more sense. But you're the one that made up the hitch situation. I'm just going with it. No, I'm 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 saying because you're using the 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 assumption that two people are like that two cars are parking nose to nose or back to back, and people are walking along like there's that there's medians with trees <laughs> in between every two parking stalls. That is also a scenario, too. Yes. So I stop my truck back far enough where exactly where my nose would be, and nobody hits it. And if they do hit it, then they need to sober up because there's something you put, there. Or you put your <laughs> hitch through the, the front grill of the car you're backing into. Yeah, I can count on zero hands how many times I've done that. Well, backup cameras do help. Yeah. Right. Just for the record, uh, since you brought up the muggins at Collingwood, I do back into the stalls there because I find that the, the parking lot is tight. 
You should back in everywhere. Back bag milk. You're a good man. Thank you. Oh my god. The only good man so, in here. If you're the only one backing up so, into parking spots. Well, I think I, I do wonder. Maybe it's just that I have more confidence in my backup skills than others on the podcast. That's all. Because because it's easier, and anybody that does it more than three times will realize that with the pivot points being at the front while you're backing in, it's ten times easier. <laughs> You'll get it straight every single time, and you won't have these things where people park one too far to one side because you get it perfect every time after doing it once. So, anyways, there's this good-looking blonde that drives a Volvo in my uh, building. I think I actually think she has a boyfriend anyways because sometimes I see this random dude also in that parking lot. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Um, so I go and I back into my spot and then like I face that car. Um, so the other day I'm back in. I nail it every time except for this one time where I go, I back in, and I'm okay. But I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm a little bit off to the side here. So I decide I'm going to readjust. So I pull forward a bit, but my wheel was turned slightly. So I like smoked the curb that's to my right, kept going straight because I was like, well, I got to power through this. And then like my back tire also hit the curb while I was going through because the right or the left side of uh, my parking spot is just curb. So I smoked the curb twice. I go to back in again, read it completely wrong. Shouldn't have messed with the first parking spot. I'm now like at an angle in my parking spot. So I then need to like go forward again and adjust backwards. And then finally I'm in a decent spot, but it was a shit show, like 20 seconds of me not knowing what I'm doing in my vehicle. And I look up and sitting in the Volvo is this girl and her friend laughing their asses off at me. Like they are dying laughing. And I look up and like we made eye contact and I could not even believe what an absolute embarrassment I was. It was you like... Oh man, I looked at them and I gave them a shrug. I was like, "I, what do you want me to do?" You need a parking redemption story. I do. Like yeah. Earlier this, like I'm, I am an admittedly not a great parallel parker. I would say average at best. I had this a similar situation where there was a woman walking her dog, and I'm trying to parallel park in a spot that is right beside her, and I fuck it up, and it's like it turns into like a ten point parallel park, and it was awful and it was embarrassing. She laughed at me. But Tyler, if you put it out into the universe, you will get an opportunity because I tell you, a month later, that same woman and that same dog, they were walking along my street and I nailed my parallel parking in front of her. I looked at her and all I had to do was give a simple head nod and she knew exactly what I was saying. Well, maybe. Oh, oh that must be gratifying. It was gratifying. Oh, thank you. So Tyler, I believe in you, man. You just need to put it out in the universe. You will get your second chance yeah. to show that you can park not as gratifying as parking first time every time. Chalmers, <laughs> Chalmers, where are you going, man? So I'm at my parents' house right now. I had to come pick something up, and I couldn't take a, more. Than, I would have to just sit here and basically do the next half an hour if I didn't just do this one thing. Does this sound way worse? Uh, it you sound, sound different. You, sound you actually sound yeah. better. Okay. Well, I'm going to put myself on. What's that? A nice, beautiful tree behind you. That's all I see. Yeah. I do. It's a really nice little bit of foliage. It's, it's very windy, though, so don't spend too much time outside while we're doing this podcast. No, I'm getting right back in the truck. Yeah, uh, no big deal, eh? Just thanks for continuing to live your real life, as is the name of the podcast. Did you guys see the video of that moose running on top of water? No. Go, if you have a computer in front of you right now, just Google moose running on water. It is, like, he, it, he's running on top of water. All right, I'm in. Is it a river or a lake? 
It's a river. Well, then I question how deep the river is. Well, but it, there's people in a boat right next to it, so it couldn't have been that deep. River boats can operate in very little water. Okay. Whoa. Oh, oh wow! Someone listened to it. Who is listening sound. to that breakdown? Oh, that? oh, I'm listening to it. Sorry. What was that? Well, that that's the video of the moose. Yeah, that. Oh, oh, oh. It's. I got the. That's coming in the actually, coming in the group text right now. He's humming. He's going. Hey, moose are I'm, fucking I, uh, scary. You know, yeah, no, moose are the best. Wow. Oh, hey, Chalmers. What is the deal with is this it, moose, man? Do we do we call him Mister Chalmers for those listening That's right now? LC. Chalmers' dad just made an appearance. Oh, Chalmers has muted himself, so we we don't. All we we just saw Chalmers' dad. What's his name again? Larry. Larry, and he was in the band, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, Sea Breeze. Sea Breeze, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chalmers, sea Breeze, Sea Breeze. Chalmers was muted, so he didn't chime in with anything there. But we did see uh, LC. You're still, yeah. mute. you're still well, muted, Chalmers. No, 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 I know, I know. I'm okay. back, and so that was. So I wanted to give you guys a shot at LC. The guy just, just, just won't stop. He's painting his garage doors. He's doing a big renovation in his house, and he just out there grinding, painting garage doors. Man, love old guys like that. I can't wait till I'm retired and I just get to do just random menial shit all day <laughs> gonna be the best <laughs> all right time to re-varnish the fireplace ma so why not so anyways that video of that moose is really cool very cool yeah i wanted to bring that up um all right i love moose yeah they're uh, very frightening i would not want to come very close to one uh they are monstrous animals yeah too. Like, like if you get up it is it, if, if you see one up close you'd be like fuck me look at this thing is yeah, the they stand tall. So, they stand so I was tall. driving. I got I got a big job out in Sherwood Park in this uh, executive estates area, so and there is it's Range Road two thirty one, and we were and I was driving, and it's like I think the speed limit was like seventy or eighty or something, but there was a bunch of cars that were driving real slow, and when I got up there, I realized it was because there was like a legit full grown moose running down Ooh. the street, and it was scary. Like you know, it, it's like. You just wanted to get past it because, like, this thing's kind of spooked. It doesn't know where it is. You can tell it's, like, trotting along, and I just imagine it getting spooked and just making a beeline for the truck and, like, plowing into the side of it or something. Animals are unpredictable. You never know what they're going to do. Moose can uh, moose can beat down a bear. got to respect them. You don't know that. I would I mean, love I to see that, that video. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. Shut what up. do you mean I don't know that? You know who told me that? <laughs> a very wise man told me that. David Attenborough. And they could take down a bear? David Attenborough. He That's just signed up for Instagram, by the way. Oh, excellent. There you go. All right. Um, so sorry, last YouTube video. <laughs> I'll research later. That story got held up at the border. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, there's to a- make a worse story longer. Uh, how much uh, Stanley Cup final action have you guys been watching? Any? I'll tell you, I went uh, six for six on my NHL bets last night, and I also hit one on basketball. So, uh, yeah, I watched Ooh. last night because I was making oh. money. So, wow. Chuck, can I ask you some about this betting site that you sent me? Because I'm kind of in love with it. It's giving me a betting performance score. Yeah. I'm in like, I'm like 45 in the, out of the top 100 yeah. right now. 45th? So 45% or 45th, whatever? 45th, yeah. I'm 40, 45 uh, with, a, with a betting score. But it has a whole bunch of different fun stuff. Like last yeah. night or yesterday, the, tab- the 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 playoff game, the Lightning and the Stars, was the match of the day. Yeah. And so what they did was they gave you, like, bonus 
like the, the lines were all plus yep. Dallas to win was one plus 60 uh, plus 160 the lightning were plus 140 like you don't never get those odds so obviously you have to hit that are they just doing that to like I don't know it's just a reward like it's, it's just one of the perks of their book is like they'll pick a game a match of the night and they'll boost the odds on it and they also had it as the boring match of the day whereas like if something doesn't happen or like obviously in playoffs it can't happen but if the score was like zero zero, they refund you all your money back. Yeah, they give back every bet you made on the winner and the over under. If the score ends up being like zero zero or one one after regulation. Well, I thought with those with, with odds like that, I had to hammer Tampa last night hard. I did, and I did, and I did, and I won. So it was I nice. How about this? Uh, how about this night of betting for me? I had a unit on lightning in regulation hit it. Half a unit on Hedman shot hit it. Half a unit on Ben shot hit it. Half a unit on Kucherov. It was the only bet I missed on the night was the Kucherov drop prop because I nailed the over in that game, the over in the Blue Jays game, the Miami Heat money line. I hit a big uh, four-time MLB parlay, and I hit another baseball bet on top of that. I had a crazy good night yesterday. That's so much fun oh, to check fuck. that bank account afterwards, yeah. eh? It was, it was lit. How, oops, sorry, how did we do again in the uh, the football thing last weekend? 0-4. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. we were 0-4 in football last week, but we're going to redeem ourselves. I think our goal picking against the spread as a collective unit should be to be 500 on the year. Um, I think spread's that's a realistic tough. goal. Spread's tough, but if we can be 500, whoo, that's a yeah. good betters go 500. Um, I know who my pick is this week, and everyone's going to be shocked. Okay, well, we can we can quickly diverge away from, well, I guess we were talking about betting in the first place because I asked about the Stanley Cup Finals. But, uh, Jay, what's your pick this week? What's the, hey, hey remember, check Odd Shark. Do your research at Odd Shark. We love oddshark.com very much. They got the projected score. You can look at all the different lines, all the best places to place your bet, all the stats and info you need to be educated when you're laying down some coin. It's on oddshark.com. Uh, Jay, who's your pick? So I've got, um, I'm just pulling up. Here we go. I just had to pull up Odd Shark's right quote the right. Uh, can I go here. first then while he's looking? Yeah, sure. You can go first. Okay. Okay. So my pick this week, I made a big, I, you know, I took a gamble last week and I decided to take a, a, a road dog and that was probably not the smartest thing you could do, but I felt like Minnesota was going to be better. They just weren't. I am going to do that exact same thing again. I'm going to make the same mistake twice. Um, I, this week, after watching the New Orleans Saints not look good at all versus mm-hmm. the, uh, the Raiders and watching mm-hmm. the Packers absolutely dismantle um, the Lions, uh, well, Aaron Rodgers seems to be a new person uh, yep. since their backup has been um, drafted, I am going to be taking the Saints are favored with a minus three. Well, I am going to be taking uh, the Packers on that side of that. I'd go Packers money line just to get the juice. I think I think you're very right with that pick, Chalmers. You're going yeah, Packers so I, plus three. So I'm going to go Packers plus the three. That's correct. All right, Jay. Where My back is real quick because I don't have anything uh, analysis and I don't really know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to take the uh, Steelers over the Texans. Lock that one in. Bag milk pick of the week. Steelers over the Texans. I like that. That's not well, a bad what's matchup. What's the spread on that? Wasn't that ten? No, it's four. 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 Yeah, so Steelers minus four over the Texans. Um, Jay, you got one? Yeah, I'm not, uh, although Cleveland is a good bet because I've always bet on Cleveland. But, uh, oh, my God, do not. The, They're minus I, seven this week. To, I know, it's too like, greasy. To the it's, too, it's too much. Football team who looks actually pretty good if they put it together. 
it's too much. It's too much if they put it together. But Baker is looking good, and now him and OBJ are, are, are connecting, which is nice to see. Uh, my pick, honestly, is I think the Indianapolis Colts are fake news. And them at minus 11 and a half over the Jets, you've got to take the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 baby. Oh, okay, okay. So, you're M. Chuck. He just said 11 and a half. I've got 10 and a half. So, which one are we giving him? What does it say I'm on looking Odd at oddshark.com. Uh, well, I'm on, I'm on the score, so I'm not on Oddshark. All right, well, we know we go odd shark odds here, so we'll go minus 11 and a half, or Jets plus 11 and a half, I should say. Um, yeah, you got to take that all day. For mine, I can't believe this line hasn't shifted more, um, but I'm looking at the Bucks over the Broncos, minus six. Um, their Broncos are banged up. No starting quarterback. Drew Locke is out. They're missing Von Miller like they have been all season. I, I cannot see a scenario. I know Tampa Bay, and as Oddshark points out, one in five straight up in their last six games against Denver. None of those matter because this is Brady's Buccaneers now. Totally different. I am going Bucks minus six against the Denver Broncos. And uh, a little free piece of advice from me here. I did a nice teaser bet, and I am loving this bet. Multiple unit teaser play on this one. I'm going, you can, uh, oh, where, there it is. I'm going buying the six points on the Bucks, and then also taking the Texans and adding six points to them. So it's Texans plus 10 against Pittsburgh. Bucks at a pick em. That's my teaser of the week. I love the way that bet looks. I don't think the Texans yeah, are losing. Really, yeah, that's a really good looking bet. You think we'll see our boy Blake Bortles? Fuck, if you do, then that just means the Bucks bet is hit. So I'm, I'm, all, I'm <laughs> yeah. all forcing Blake Bortles in this Dude, game. If you, were, if you have watched anything about Blake Bortles or you've seen any of his interviews, <laughs> this is a guy collectively as a podcast that I think we need to root for because he is hilarious and he's somebody that we need in the nfl and we need to be good what was that he, he's chucking the ball in denver he's in denver he just yeah he just got signed. well hey, lock went I, down. okay then yeah well then i'm quietly cheering i'm going I'm, I'm picking denver and i'm picking a money line this is for fun don't do this uh because portals is back and my boy jerry judy is getting better by the week he has he no hurt. one to throw the ball to him Jerry, yeah, Blake Bortles. Eh. Man. If Blake, if Blake Bortles wasn't doing, wasn't playing football, what would he be doing, Jay? Uh, oh, he'd be uh, <laughs> doing construction, crushing darts, or ripping sticks. Ripping darts. Ripping sticks. Ripping sticks. And that's why he's called the boat, the best of all time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's the best. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you tease. You got to tease down the Denver to, to to minus six, I think. No, I'm. It would be Denver plus twelve on the tease, and I'm Boat not even sure if I trust the that. Goat? Boat Boat against the goat? goat in the in the oat off. <laughs> <sighs> you could call somebody else the moat, the most of all time. The moat, or the meanest of all time. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. The boat, the funniest of all time. Definitely, that's definitely oh. not what this podcast is. No. Christ, who the hell? This <laughs> uh, has been a struggle today, boys. What's been a struggle? I think today's been great. I think today's been hilarious. It's featured you, know, you screaming about backing up into a parking stall. But do you know do you know why I got so heated? Because in the past I have gone I've had my back up against the wall on that exact topic with like three people who were uninformed 
saying that they just <laughs> uninformed. <laughs> uninformed people. And they just, you know what their reason was? Was that you just look like a dipshit. Yeah, you look like a tryhard. Like, trying hard to do what? Part like, you should, I, I, anyone who backs up their car, I'm assuming, is walking out of their car with Eva sandals on and, like, a cape. <laughs> Trying hard to do what, though? You didn't answer the question. Trying hard to look like a tryhard. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Trying hard to, like, look cool, show the front of their car. No, not look cool. To look look like, yeah, I backed in. Like, okay. There's plenty of other things in life to spend more time on and be good at. You don't have, that's the whole point. You do it the first time, the one time. You don't have to. Uh, your rent truck's got a car. story where he feels immense shame because he didn't do it the first time. Yeah, he did it in front of a babe, and in front of a babe. But yeah. the thing, you're then well, open yourself to, up for ridicule. So you better fucking nail babe. it because you're being judged regardless. You think the first time I ever try to do a kickup's going to be in front of a babe? No, a cartwheel in front of a babe? No, <laughs> don't do in it in front, front of a babe. A babe. <laughs> uh, okay. We can talk about Big Brother yet. Do you want to? Do we want to talk Big Brother? I don't know. Unless you guys some some else. Only. All right. On Big Who wants to go? <laughs> wow. Memphis you're, is you're a really terrible sh- HOH. Oh God. Dude, Memphis man. He's. <laughs> Like, I just love how he, first of all, David is not a threat, Memphis. So using a backdoor on David didn't make any fucking sense. And then for him to get all pissy that nobody threw the veto contest as he demanded of them, only to be walked back by Tyler with a two-second conversation just made him look ridiculous. What does he think he's achieving by just dictating and being like trying to sound so dominant? Like, does he, is he not self-aware enough that people are going to like, like not like, respond to that type of treatment and conversation. You know, let's let's delve well, a little deeper into this because we all probably know a guy like Memphis or have been around a guy like Memphis who's a big strapping dude, you know, good looking, you know, he's a restaurateur, which means he owns restaurants. Mm. You ever been around the manager of a restaurant before? God damn it, Chalmers, you're talking to two of those exact people right now. Right, uh, right. But but you guys aren't you guys aren't we're not talking, you guys do like the cool niche thing where you know you're cool. He probably owns a restaurant that's trying to be like a Joey's or something, oh, right? I see. And so, Memphis you know, probably backs in his car. He's 100% he does. He's a car um, backer. And he probably does a lot of things in front of bed, constantly. <laughs> uh, so what I think is that he's just always in control. And in this house, he sees everybody, you can tell by his actions, as inferior to him so he treats him as such but and you got but you got to learn how to manage I, people I at that like he, he, like that is not management of people that is just oh, he's just 100%. trying to be a bull in a china shop and i'm like yeah. geez man i'm simply outlining his character not whether or not it's right yeah. or wrong but the fact oh, yeah, is, fair, is fair, you fair, can fair. tell how wrong it was when in that conversation with tyler it's like tyler reached into his fucking head and clicked the light bulb on him was just like dude wake up stop being such a like hard-headed idiot and he was like oh damn yeah that's true so like this tyler you, you saw right there how good he is at manipulating people by being super nice and super right most of the time and just like winning stuff right like the to fact me, is that he won that competition and to so- me the difference between tyler and memphis is you actually see what a good big brother 
player looks like as opposed to one that was carried to the finals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Can we talk about Zingbot? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part of the summer it is Tiger the Zing? best part yeah Tiger Zing well, Wanye what would you think tell me what you thought about it. whose cut was the worst whose was like the least uh, I have oh I haven't watched yet I haven't watched yet Damn, oh, okay. mean. I fucking love Zingbot that's the highlight of the summer every summer I think Danny's was mean personally was they mean. all got off pretty easy except for Danny and Christmas which was pretty funny because yeah christmas was was hilarious so that was the the christmas one was interesting because it shed more light on her character like i always thought she was like happy and cheerful like like she's got a real evil side to her doesn't she i thought she was like the mama bear of the house and they're all like oh god we're gonna pay for this almost like if somebody like mess like messes with her the whole house pays for it and she becomes like this walking time bomb or something that's what i took from it right yeah me too i was like oh okay well that was mind-blowing to me but okay i will start paying attention yeah i can't believe i'm here on big brother all-stars and i can't believe you're here either david that was (laughs) it's so funny but like it was okay yeah exactly chalmers i agree with you yeah uh, Chalmers has dropped out of the, oh oh there you are Chalmers Chalmers oh he's, he's been going this whole time too he had a passionate yeah. point to make what I what I what impresses me is when he comes back on the call he'll be twice as much energy yeah right, he comes going. back twice oh, as there strong he is. every hey, time Chalmers. Like oh yeah he's mad I don't get it <laughs> <laughs> some days it's like we need to get back in the studio straight out carve out this hour where we all look at each other in the face. Yeah. Oh, man. Yes. Amen. Talk. I mean, as much as I do love the fact that we've gone to two weeks and I can do it from anywhere, which means I can be on it more. When I Would you have it, like though? That, That's what's funny, Chalmers, is going all remote did not increase the rate at which you were on the podcast. Well, I don't know. It might have. It, it, it allows for the pop-in, which is nice, where you can just hop in for 20 and be like, oh, shit, guys, got to go. Yeah. I do like yeah. that. That's, that's fun when, when, when that can happen. So what else right. do we think about Big Brother? Who do we have in the forefront to win I'm this? I'm so thing? glad Tyler won that just so we can – because, like, that whole backdoor thing, it just muddies. Like, it complicates things. I like the fact that this is now going to affect Danny and Nicole's side a little bit and put some heat on them. Like, I'm just glad it's, it's kind of shaking things up. So I'm so happy Tyler saved it. And I wish Devon was a little bit more aggressive if she was, tra- she was trying to blow things up in a little speech there. And I, I just wish she took it a little bit further. Me too. That's why this season desperately, and it sucks that Janelle and Kaser got bumped out as early as they did because they need that kind of drama. Yeah, we're not yeah. getting to see. We're not getting to see enough Enzo because that guy's just on Easy Street. That dude's on vacation right now. He's I know. Oh, don't you mean anything. Vincenzo? Vincenzo? Vincenzo. Yeah. yeah. Don't call me uh, Miami no more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it for uh, the Big Brother talk this week. I'm excited to watch it tonight. Um, Jay, who is, uh, I know you said it Monday, but let's go through it again because Oodle Noodle is one of our sponsors here on the podcast, the best noodle shop in Edmonton. Check them out. 14 locations now, or are we still at 13? We are at 14. Yeah, we are and at 14. And we may have, we're in the process of signing paperwork for 15. Ooh, another one in Edmonton. Without giving it away, Jay, is it the location in a place that rhymes with Fort Saskatchewan? Uh... Yeah, kind of. Interesting. Okay. 
Very Don't worry, interesting. Ramjack, you'll never figure out our secret code as to where we're going next. You'll yeah. never yeah. I'll never get that one. Uh, what's the charity this week again, Jay? Shady Ape. All right. Board out. Board. Check him out. Check the video. Go, go watch the video. Please post the video on the Real Life account. Yep. Uh, this one was kind of funny. Yep. Uh, we had fun making it yep. and find out what more of the ladies at Shady Ape are up to. They're doing great things for our community and thank you everyone for supporting us. Alright, there you can go I, and uh, thank you I, everyone. Oh. I, one more question. I got a question. For whoever runs the Dog Patch um, Instagram account, I've got one question. Why was Surveyor Brett tagged on a photo <laughs> of one of my heroes Con, uh, uh, Conway Twitty. What was yeah. that about? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you. That's me. I'm doing the dog patch uh, Instagram. Can you explain and, that to me for a second? Well, do you want the minute or the two minute answer to that? Quick one or the real answer? I feel like Surveyor Brett will like it because we were talking about him. True. Egg Milk's already laughing, so I know it's going to be funny. And we no, haven't heard you like, enough today, a- so two minutes. Yeah, right. just, like, to me, what's funny is that Tyler's like, all right, let's wrap this up. And then you got a question about Surveyor Brett on the dog patch Instagram. <laughs> yeah, good. Whatever. We still got a few it's minutes. Working. It's working. Okay, so I'm running like most of Edmonton's Instagram accounts now with bag milk, right? It's all us. It's yes. just us running 10 phones and 80 accounts, right? And for dog patch, which is this little listening lounge that we're doing, I was like, well, what's my angle? Like, what is my social media move here? How is it different? Why is it fun, right? And I was like, all right, well, what I'm going to do is just set a vibe. So I post the history of Edmonton as the post, right? And show, like, old photos of Edmonton, which is cool. And then the stories, I've been like, I don't know, just posting things I think are cool, like little bars in Europe that we're trying to copy. And then, like, cool old arty photos and technology and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also I'm posting album art from hip-hop where I think the album art is beautiful. Like, my judgment call, right? And it's interesting because I get a lot of people messaging being like, oh, that's a cool photo or that's a cool album or whatever. And what they like is that I follow up a photo of hip-hop stuff with, like, a photo of a bougie bar in Paris, Right. Because you can go places in the world and have like a really nice lunch or a really cool brunch and listen to hip hop. It doesn't just have to be like a nightclub or a dance club, right? Right. So Dog Patch is intended to be like a listening lounge where there's really cool music and also like nice food. But you could conceivably hear Wu-Tang Clan while eating (laughs) a right? Yeah. I think it's really cool, right? And like it speaks to me as a brand because I really like hip hop and shit. So I was arguing with one of our business partners and she's like, you got to mix in other genres. People are getting freaked out by all the hip hop, right? And I was like, oh my God, you're such a square, right? It's art, right? And so I put up a poll saying, um, do you like that we post hip hop? And 85% of people said yes and 15% of people said no. And then I asked, what band should we play? And then Surveyor Brett responded right away and said, we should play Conway Twitty. <laughs> so I looked up an old photo of Kanye Twitty and put it up as a photo and tagged him in it. Con- Kanye, Kanye Twitty? Twitty? Yeah. Conway Twitty. Con- Conway Twitty? No, Conway. Oh, oh. Kanye. Kanye yeah, Twitty. Kanye. Kanye Twitty. <laughs> Kanye Gritty? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He sings a song. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Wanye, right at yeah. the end of this podcast, go download Hello Darlin' and you'll just, 
you'll be entranced for a good two minutes and 30 seconds. Interesting. Yeah. You Great wait, Chalmers. You fucking wait to see what Dog Patch turns into. We're I'm excited, like- buddy. I, it's why it's why I remembered it. I remember yeah. looking at this thing being like, this is wicked. And that's why I wanted, first of all, I didn't want to just assume that you did it, but I was pretty sure. No, yeah, that was me. The, this was the, your type of we're building like We're building like a really cool music streaming channel and like art and culture channel that just happens to be named after Dog Patch. And like we're gonna have DJs doing sets. We're gonna do a lot of concerts in the bar, even though it's yeah. A what was that? Bar. What was that thing called that I that uh, my brother-in-law showed me that I absolutely loved? And you were talking about doing some stuff like that. Um, yes. 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 Yeah. So oh, like man. a little tiny concert that over the span of a few years, we're hopefully partnering with an entity that's gonna provide us all these hipster bands when they come to town. And then we record a tiny death type concert series in Edmonton and stream it out, right? So and you do hip hop like there's there's hip hop uh, acts in Edmonton like Arlo Maverick and stuff like that. So yeah, or like, it. and it doesn't just have to be hip hop, right? Like we we intend to try and stream folk fest if we can. We're working Ooh. on it, right? And so it's part of a balanced breakfast, right? Like the Edmonton streaming that we want to do is different genres of music and stuff. We're gonna have a DJ booth, right? And we yeah. want to do, like, lo-fi, like, chill hip-hop and stuff, too, right? Like, not just, like, club anthems like I love and hard stuff, right? But, like, cool music. But the point is we stream it all. And over the course of five years of streaming dozens and dozens of sets and dozens and dozens of concerts and putting them out, hopefully people are like, damn, Edmonton's got a lot going on. So when you start meeting with the fans, can I sit in? With, can I come to those meetings? Well, if you'd like, I, as I understand it, they're just going to be arranged by this radio station and they're going to come down and we basically flip a light switch and they oh, perform okay. and they do their thing and we record it and then we do all the post-production work and then post it and provide it back to the station, hopefully. Sweet. All right. Come in. But if you want to come down at like 1130 on a Tuesday morning and watch a 45-minute set from a DJ or from a synth band, or from whoever's coming through town, we're going to try and crank that shit out on uh, Dogtown. Yes, that's what that's the part I want to be involved That'd be cool, in. right? It'd be cool to go down there. It's so small, and like there's barely anyone there, but there's this band knocking out a tiny desk. You'd be like, that's cool. That'd be the coolest thing ever. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jay, what was the, what'd you announce this week? What are you joining with uh, Explore Edmonton? Oh, I'm uh, a board member now for, uh, which was Edmonton Economic Development is now been rebranded and called Explore Edmonton, and now I am a board member. Any... Is, this just a, is, it, is this just a way to get your trips to Finland paid for, or what? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> the interesting thing is we get to help kind of uh, help out what Edmonton Tourism and, and Explore Edmonton is up to, and also kind of help kind of come up with ideas and kind of help kind of shape kind of what the next, you know, two to five years of Edmonton will look like from a visitor economy standpoint so you know all those all those all that hosting of euros to edmonton is uh is now paying some dividends and i get to you know be a part of a pretty cool opportunity well important motivated people always need to be on boards of something and i think this is like the perfect one for you at oh. this point oh i appreciate that this is my first time on a board it's it's really interesting a lot uh, of work well it's weird because the ceo of a thing is coming to present to us about what it is they plan to do and is looking for our feedback. And I'm like, what the hell am I into here? This is some high level shit. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. So, so yep. far so good. Uh, and like the terminology being used, like 
terms like quorum and stuff like that are all being fired around like crazy. Um, but uh, it's a good group of people, so looking forward to it. Good stuff. I just pulled forward. I just poured pulled forward into a parking stall just because it was easier for me to back into the one across from it. Just so you know. Oh, proud of you, Charles. Like, that's just like that's so much work. <laughs> All right, episode two sixteen, real life podcast, brought to you by Japan Machinery. Check them out online, JapanMachinery.com. We are we're always tagging them on in, on Instagram and Twitter. So make sure you uh, follow us and then go follow them on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Tyler Rumchuk for Wanye J Chalmers and Bag Milk. Hope you enjoyed episode two sixteen of the Real Life Podcast. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.